morning sun reflects through the window, an unloved, unkept motel room comes into focus. Where am I? My pants, underwear, socks and shirt were scattered on the dirty floor. I sat up straight and shook my head to gather my bearings. One side wants to maintain the timeline. The other wants to change it. Welcome to Earth Stories. A couple of roaches were making out on the night table next to a half-eaten bagel sandwich and a full cup of coffee. My head feels like a neglected beach ball floating on a river of madness. The significance of the passage of time. I searched the nightstand for pills. There was nothing. Only a collection of pamphlets marked City of Ottawa. Putting the pieces together of where I'm from and how I got here was nearly impossible. I couldn't even remember my name. The TV, dining table, and bed had a retro vibe to it. Something like one of those 2020 movies. I should have known I lived through those times when the Western world was on the verge of collapse. I slid on my underwear, thus hiding my crown jewels. Usually, my back and neck would cry bloody murder, but this morning, the pain was gone. However, I still had a throbbing pain on my left temple. Peering through the blinds, I saw a familiar intersection. It was always crowded, but this morning, silence. Here and there, I detected people distanced from each other with a mask covering their face. I recall in the early 2020s, I was forced to don a mask, which seemed like a lifetime ago. My body felt strong as I walked to the washroom. My knees didn't wobble, my hands didn't shake as I opened the medicine cabinet. Some motels provide their guests with headache pills. There was nothing except for a cue card. When you look in the mirror, don't panic. The man staring back is your avatar. The person in the mirror looked 50 years younger with his wrinkled, free brown skin, flat stomach, and wide chest. I ran my fingers through my curly hair and grazed the contours of my face. The cue card continued. Your name is Jacob Steele from the Quantum Division. This must be some sick joke. I bet whoever is behind it must be getting a good laugh. Probably some of my friends got me drunk, took off my clothes, and left me languishing in a retro, roach-infested motel. But what about the mask-wearing humans at the intersection, the vintage bedroom furniture, and my muscular avatar in the mirror? This was more than a dream. The details were more than a coincidence. I returned to the bedroom and put on my trousers as a wallet fell out of the pocket. At the bottom of the wallet was a silver badge with the words, Quantum Division, Agent Steel. Another cue card stuck out in one of the sleeves. You are 75-year-old 
Agent Jacob Steele from the Quantum Division, a government organization sworn to protect the timeline. Your cyberlink may have been damaged and your memory distorted. We'll try to restore the cyberlink and reach out to you. The name Jacob Steele sounded familiar, along with the handwriting on the cue cards. There was a briefcase to the right and a phone on the left. You've reached the front desk of the best motel in the province. How may I help you? Um, what name do you have registered for this room? I guess you had one of those wild nights, huh? (laughs) The only person registered for that room is you. Since I have you on the phone, I do need the full price of the room. Unless we can make some... Other arrangements, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I hung up, put on the rest of my clothes, and flipped on the TV. In the past two weeks, the number of cases of COVID-19 outside China has increased 13-fold. And the number of affected countries has tripled. Bits and pieces were coming back, like an old-fashioned photo, slowly emerging to form a picture. I am Jacob Steele, and the writing on the cue card belongs to me. I tried in vain to open the briefcase. Then I remembered to place my fingerprint under the handle. Top of the case was a computer screen. The bottom held a gun with all the attachments. A wrinkled gray-haired man appeared on the terminal. Hello, Jacob. Don't be afraid. It's me. Jacob, I know this may sound bizarre. Kill me now if this is how I look like in 50 years. However, I took his advice, or should I say, my advice, and remained calm. Every time you jump backwards, the target moves. Who or what is my target? I can barely remember anything. Distorted memories are a side effect of time jumping. The target is Dylan McGee. He's been recruited by the Time Collective. This is a renegade organization determined to change the timeline. How do I stop them? By eliminating their recruits. What's that? The Time Collective. They must have detected your time signature. Go to the balcony and use the ladder. Your time jumping is in 10 minutes. Closing the briefcase, I ran to the balcony. Bullets almost nicked me as I crossed the street and boarded the back of a bus. Excuse me, young man. No mask, no ride. The evil stares from the passengers reinforced the driver's sentiments. Over your nose, smartass. Without a mask, I used the next best thing my shirt. Hey cutie, I have an extra mask if you need one. It took me a while to recognize the compliment. I guess being a young hot avatar has its privileges. I thanked her, took the mask, and awkwardly adjusted the strings around my ears. You're not from around here, are you? I was from around here, but not this time. However, the truth would go over her head. 
I'm, I'm from Seattle. I'm here in Canada visiting my mom. Oh, so you're a mama's boy. Don't be offended. Mama's boys are just my type. Can't tell if she was flirting with me or just being friendly. When you're 75, no one gives you a second look, especially an attractive stranger on the bus. Cyberlink has been restored. I placed my finger on my temple and shook my head. Are you all right, dude? Yeah, you know, just just one of those days. I'll be okay. Uh, Agent Steele. Prepare yourself for the jump. And, and by the way, sir, it's an honor to work with you. I held on as the bus and the young girl disappeared. Morning sun reflects through the window. An unloved, unkept motel room comes into focus. Not sure when I got here or how much time elapsed. It's the same room, but the decor is different, with green splintered wallpaper, poorly photographed mountains, and an old-fashioned TV with bunny ear antennas. At least, I remembered I am Jacob Steele from the Quantum Division, assigned to protect the timeline by eliminating Mr. McGee. This may seem barbaric to your virgin ears. You may not stomach or approve of taking a man's life. To be honest, I'm still questioning myself. Dylan McGee's actions altered the natural timeline and turned humanity upside down. His good intentions of liberating the world from tyrants only created more dysfunction. At least, that's the argument. I took out my cue cards and wrote the basics. My name, employer, and my mission. I placed the cards in the washroom night table, and wallet. Time jumping is not for the faint of heart. It can mess up your brain. Maybe I have a few scruples loose. For my decades of service, I never settle down, don't have any youngings, and my best friends are dead or gone. Before anyone enters this line of work, they have to count the cost. You have to believe history is worth preserving. I wonder what it would be like to have a wife to come home to and children clamoring for your attention. These kinds of thoughts are dangerous and counterproductive. A quantum agent needs to be single-minded and free from distractions. But I'm still cursed with these lingering thoughts. Who's playing hip-hop music? I opened the blinds to see where the music was coming from. On the street corner was a bunch of youths 
breakdancing. One did the windmill, the other the backspin, and an awkward boy did the robot. The awkward boy looked familiar. He had jerry curls, parachute pants, and a thriller jacket. He moved a bit offbeat, but made up for it by his performance. It was hard to see his face until he stopped on a dime. Wait, wait a moment. That's me. Uh, hello, Agent Steele? What year is this? 1984, sir. Uh, exciting, isn't it? I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I, I, I was like, you know, I wish I was in your shoes to take it all in. Uh, I heard a lot about the 1980s from the crazy hairstyles, the fashion, the music, the whole Cold War thing, uh, whatever that is. It kind of sucks working in the office, pressing buttons while the field agents are hopping around, you know, like across time. Is this the correct year and date? What happened to Carol? Like you see, um, Carol was let go for, for stealing office supplies. That's why they hired me. My name is Kami, but I, I'm not a communist. That's just my name, Kami. I'm a huge fan, sir. And it's such a privilege to work with you. Is this the correct date and year? Yeah, but that, uh, just one moment, sir. That's all I need. A rookie who doesn't know what he's doing. While I waited for Kami to get his act together, you know, I, I flipped through the TV. Years ago. Well, in the last three or four years, it evolved into breakdancing, which is now absolutely uh, sweeping the country. From Atlanta, Fulton County. Color, I see. Shut then up. you maintain the status. December 7th, 9th. Night... I'm question a psychopath. The Orbi has nothing to fear. Ronald Reagan was two months into his presidency when John Hinckley Jr. drew a $29 handgun outside the Washington Hilton Hotel on March 30th, 19- I looked at my younger self again, breakdancing on the street corner without a care in the world. His future may be torn apart by tribalism and government imbalances. Looking at him reinforced my decision to complete the mission and secure the timeline. Uh, Agent Steele, th this is Kami. Well, it looks like this is not the date. Um, the good news is we are 55% certain with the next jump. I deeply apologize, sir. This is this technology is good, but it's not made on Mount Olympus, if you know what I mean. Things go screwy from time to time. When is the next jump? And am I being tracked? Um, hold on, sir, again. Hold on. Never liked working with rookies. They're always stumbling and falling over themselves, making my job twice as hard. Carol was an office supply kleptomaniac, but she was damn good at her job. Now I have to put up with Kami who doesn't know his right hand from his left. While I waited for what seemed like a small eternity, I assembled the gun from the briefcase. There's no telling if my time signature was picked up by the collective 
so I had to stay alert. Um, Agent Steele? Go ahead. It looks like we're off by 46 years. Uh, uh, hold on, sir. In a few minutes, or in a few moments, you'll jump. Colors bled into each other. The four walls folded inwards. Bunny Air TV, green wallpaper, and pathetic mountain pictures were sucked into a vortex. Morning sun reflects through the window. An unloved, unkept motel room comes into focus. Bed was small. Mattress was decorated with urine stains. A large wooden radio replaced the TV. Kami, what's the date? Are you there? Sorry for the delay, sir. It's April 13th, 1939. Your target, Mr. McGee, is only one mile away at Sammy's Electronic Shop. Kami gave me the address and description of Mr. McGee. Un- unfortunately, we can only keep the bridge open for two hours, so you have to hurry. I tucked the weapon under my jacket, dashed out of the motel, and waved down a cab. The archaic bucket of bolts crawled its way on the main street. Can you go any faster? Hey, bud. This is all she has. Sammy's electronic shop displayed the latest gadgets behind the store window, such as a rotary phone, portable radios, and the creme de la creme of cutting-edge technology, the television. The Time Collective invented a television that displays future events. Mr. McGee is one of only ten recipients. I should have worn a contemporary suit since the clothing style garnered unwanted attention. I take it you're not from around here, and you're not interested in buying anything. So... How may I help you? He talked and walked as if his name was on the building. I found out pretty soon that it was. Did you sell a Samsung Cronus TV to a gentleman by the name of Mr. McGee? Strangest picture box I've ever seen. Screen was flat as a pancake, edges were smooth as a baby's bum. Large doohickey was ahead of its time. No way my customers would buy it, so I kept it hidden in the back. I was pressed for time. I had to take out the target before the jump, but Sammy was beating around the fences. Can I have his address? What's so special about this TV? I slightly revealed the gun under my jacket. All right. I don't want any trouble. His address is...
call me? Am I being tracked? And how much time before the jump? They detected your time signature. They're 10 minutes away and your jump is in 15 minutes. Sir, you need to eliminate the target before it's too late. Mr. McGee's insights into future events will prevent World War II. The Quantum Division believes in the preservation of historical events, regardless of their moral atrocities. Preventing a war or even one man's appointed death triggers a ripple of instability. Present reality is designed by past events. All of its windows, pillars, and doors are in place. Changing the past may jeopardize the foundation, thus creating a more insidious future. I cited his pregnant wife. Why does she have to be here? It just makes things more complicated. Call me. Go ahead, sir. What are the chances of Mr. McGee posing a threat to the timeline? Well, sir, um, uh, do you mean the law of averages or, or mathematical possibilities? I had a clear line of sight from the street corner through the window and to Mr. McGee's unsuspecting forehead. His death would be quick, precise, and relatively painless. As you know, Agent Steele, we can't calculate the exact probability. Uncertainty is a byproduct of the science. However, there exists the negative dominion theory of chaos and effect. Allowing him to live may spark a chain of unscrupulous events. Maybe I'm the one who's a byproduct of the government determined to maintain the status quo. How do we know we're doing the right thing? Or does it all boil down to faith? The Time Collective wants to change the past to save the future, and we want to preserve the past to maintain the future. Mr. Steele, the Time Collective is arriving. You only have three minutes to take the shot and prepare for the jump. I'm 75 years old. I should have been married with tons of grandchildren rather than being the government's lapdog. You're defying Section 3.A of the Charter. This doesn't feel right. Listen here, you old fart. Take the shot and finish the mission. I placed the gun on the ground, knelt, and placed my hands behind my neck. Hopefully, the Time Collective will have mercy. As you could gather from the story, this relates to Time Collective. I thought of continuing the story to explore it, the moral framework a little bit more. Because here you have two different sides, if you're listening carefully to both stories. 
you have the the time collective and what they want to do is they want to change horrific things such as world war ii from happening and and other things uh, in order that the future will be a better place and a lot of people listening to this or you may be thinking wow i wouldn't mind going back in time and changing things and then you have the the quantum division and they want to maintain everything they don't like wars to happen and atrocities to happen but but they feel that if they don't happen a lot of bigger events may take place and they want to make sure that the scarier aspects doesn't unfold when you think about it both sides have a point what side do you lean on are you more with the time collective you want to change the atrocities of the past to make a better future or are you with the quantum division that wants to maintain the timeline because you never know what's going to happen in the future if you don't i would definitely like to hear from you whatever side you're on just send me a message on twitter my handle there is poetic earthling so that's at poetic earthling on twitter if you haven't done so already check out all of the episodes on my website welcome to earthstories.com and also if you are thinking about podcasting but you don't want to be boggled down by all the technicality then shout me a message let me know and i could take a look at your show to figure out how we can make it the best podcast possible thank you so much for for listening to this episode and remember be kind to each other be a good earthling and i'll talk to you soon quantum division written and produced by york campbell special performances by ikabod ebenezer and jessica burson please follow ikabod on twitter at ikabod ebenezer when you're not listening to welcome to earth stories please check out jessica's podcast echoes in between and be prepared for a unique listening experience all of the links for our guests is on our website welcome to earthstories.com also Thank you to York's son, Elijah, who played the cab driver. Hey, bud, this is all she has. I'm Shantae from ctamarketing.biz. Thank you for listening and see you next time on Welcome to Earth Stories. Quantum Division Welcome to Earth Stories. I surrendered because I want to see the world the way that you see it. I want to experience a different reality.